This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. Okay, honestly, I just want to say I love doing this episode. Uh, There aren't many country singers out there that are so amazingly talented and have their own charity. And this guy just has a heart of gold. Uh, We met in Sarasota this year, and it was honestly one of the best shows that I've seen in a while. I love getting to know him a little bit more in this interview, and he's got a new single coming out soon. I don't want to give too much away in this intro, but um, it's pretty epic. And it involves some French, shall we say. Uh, He's doing a bunch of cool festivals this summer. Go out and see him or follow him on Insta for a behind the scenes peek of life on the road and everything else in between. Here is Tyler Rich. Thank you so much for helping to set this up because I know when I met you, I guess it was about a month ago now. I was like, I really want to do an interview with you and I couldn't get through. So... Oh, sweet. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. That was Sarasota that we met? Sarasota, yeah. Yeah, the big top. I actually live closer to Orlando. So, and I saw, I have a place out there as well, but I saw, I was like, oh, there, he's playing a show out there. Was that added at the last minute or? It was, I mean, not last minute, but it was pretty quick. I think it was a couple of months or so, but. Was it? Okay. um, Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. That's a lot of fun. fun. So you're back in Nashville now. How long were you on the road for? Uh, we have been, we're kind of, you know, we're kind of always out. We just wrapped my headlining tour that started in September. And so that was primarily all on the West Coast. And we had rebooked that thing quite a few times because of COVID and everything. Really? Uh, oh, my gosh. And yeah, so it finally happened. Awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, I think. I hear that a bunch. So it's uh, like probably a relief, right? To get it yeah. done. It's like we're here. Thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we did that like uh, that was pretty much through the year. And then we started this year by doing part two of the tour, but going to the Midwest and the East and a little bit in the South. And then that was intermixed with a tour with Chris Lane. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay. And that oh. tour had also been rebooked a couple of times. So it was oh a little God. chaotic when things were getting rebooked to get it all rebooked to work again together. But yeah, so that ended the show where I met you was the first show that wasn't a part of that tour since September. Um, Got it. Oh, okay. Without Chris Lane. Right? Well, without Chris Lane or without our openers that were on our tour. I uh, see. Okay. That started basically that started basically the the summer of what we call as one-off shows and fairs and festivals and whatnot. I see. Wow. So you've had a lot going on. So you're probably glad to be home, right? Is it nice to be back? Yeah. You know, we always, uh, it kind of goes both ways. You know, we're always, when we're out for a long time, whatnot, the good thing about country is you always usually go home every week for a couple of days. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Other genres are usually out for pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Country, you primarily only play, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes a Wednesday, sometimes a Sunday, but it's usually about two to three shows a week. And it's usually just the weekend because it's considered like the working class kind of crowd, the party college kids kind of crowd. And uh, I had no idea. I've interviewed. So I even have a book on like Nashville rising stars and I've never heard that. That's, that's awesome though for you guys, you know? 
Yeah, especially like, you know, now that we have a bus and all that. Yeah. The bus will leave like on a Wednesday night and we'll wake up at the first show and then we'll go to sleep on Saturday night and we'll wake up at home on Sunday. And so it's been it's been nice since we've had the bus. That's new for us since Isn't September. Awesome. And yeah, it's a nice a, bus. I saw it. I mean, I saw the outside of it. And I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Bus. Yeah. We, <laughs> we love it. It's I mean, it's just a game changer. It's it's great for, you know, the morale of the team and the band and everybody. And yeah. And just, uh, you know, the, the road can get kind of grueling and. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice to have that constant where it's, it's, you know, all of our stuff in there. It's our house that's always out with us and kind of makes you feel like you're always at home, even when you're not. Yeah, that's true. And I heard that you take your dogs on the bus. How does this work? Cause my dog is a maniac. Like maybe your dogs are better trained than mine, but my, I w- it would be so chaotic like with her on the bus. So how does, how is that? So I, I was touring with my senior dog, Abby for quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. We had her, we gave her, called it her last ride, which was in November, oh uh, just because she's so old. So she's she's just hanging out at home where she's not stressed and constantly around yeah. a bunch of people. And then so I adopted a new puppy in December. His first ride with us was in March and he's super, I mean, he's great, especially for his age. I mean, he he's just freaking awesome. He loves people. He's very socialized. Uh, he's very, very, very sweet. He's eating and chewed up stuff he's not supposed to on there, but yeah. Yeah. That happens. Other, other than that, it's been, yeah, he's been, he's been great. And the guys love it because it's, you know, it kind of goes back to just anything to make that bus feel more like home. So I originally heard your song on the radio and I think this was probably, I don't know when it was maybe 2020, maybe before then. And then I found you on Instagram and I love the clips of you and Sabina in the car. And when you were talking about like the song was on the radio, it was so like refreshing and uplifting, you know, to see like, someone like yourself that would just go on to be like a mini concert, you know, cause you're at home and there's nothing going on. And it was really cool. Yeah. We, you know, especially like over COVID and whatnot, we just like really went just hard into mm-hmm. making sure that we utilize like every down minute that we had at home to just still grow the fan base and, you know, try to stay as relevant as possible and, right. and just stay in people's minds. And in that process, it really just turned into, gaining a bunch of new fans and showing a different side of us that people didn't know. And some people got to really, you know, know who we are and what we're like at home. And it mm-hmm. was, it was fun and we miss it. You know, we talk about different ways to like, yeah, people don't like Instagram lives as much as they did back then. Cause right. Like, Cause you know, there's other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, they have real lives again. Right. You know? and, uh, right. Right. and so we thought about, you know, different ways to kind of bring back that whole, uh, that whole era that we were going through maybe in a podcast or maybe in like something like that, but yeah. Yeah, so you feel connected. yeah. yeah. That's, that's a cool idea. Yeah. It's true. Cause like when you're home, it's like, you're looking on there and you're like, Oh, I'll watch this, but I don't, I don't really go through it anymore, but, but it was fun. And it was really, you know, it was really cool to see. There was one time my favorite, was when there was like a loud thud behind you. And I remember I was like, oh my God, what was that? And I think it was your dog who like pulled down something. I don't know what it was because I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh. Do you remember that happening? And that was recent. That was, was recent, right? Was that was it? like, I think that was like three, four months ago, right? Um, I don't know. I'm so bad with time stuff. Sometimes it's like, that's in, the one I'm thinking of. It. Yeah. Where a picture came right down or something. It was like a big. Yeah. Picture. He knocked a bunch of crap off the walls right behind me. <laughs> I was like, I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, because you can't control what your dog's going to do when you're on a Zoom. You know, you just can't. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> and there are kids. I have two kids and I'm like, stay far away because they will like, you know, do crazy stuff. 
But yeah, you, re- you recovered from that well, though. You definitely recovered from life. That's the good part about those lives is also that they're just so, uh, they're just so chill, you know, and just yeah. relaxed and real. And dogs break shit, you know. They do. All the time. <laughs> mine, I'm telling you. Yeah, mine just likes to bark and she's really protective, I think. But yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is good sometimes. So I want to hear more about, I know that you have like a rescue or a charity. I actually have a dog business as well called Fresh Patch that my husband started. So we're into all that stuff too. Like we donate product and everything, but I know you kind of are in that as well. Yeah. My whole thing started as a, man, I just wish I could adopt all the animals. I mean, I would be be that video online where the guy opens the gate and 700 dogs run out of his backyard like that. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, man, if I could do that, that'd be awesome. But you know, my wife would we'd fight all the time for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she loved dogs as much as I do, but yeah. my whole thing was just trying to figure out what I could do with my platform and on the road and stuff to, you know, if I'm not home enough to adopt more animals or volunteer as much as I would like to and that kind of stuff, then maybe I can, you know, use my resources somewhere else. And I was just thinking about it a couple of years ago and, you know, my social media is obviously heightened by people in specific cities that were in those days, you know, mm-hmm. from people wondering if, you know, myself and the band are going to their favorite restaurants or their favorite parks or, you know, what is Tyler and the band doing today in my city? You know, and so I was like, well, if I visit, you know, one to two shelters a week or whatever our schedule allows, then while they're checking my Instagram and stuff to see what we're doing before the show, they're also going to be force fed videos and pictures of these animals that need homes. Such a great idea. In their their areas, you know, and it's uh, every Ah. success story that we've had so far has started the exact same way. And it's been, oh, honey, look at, they're doing this, blah, blah. I can't wait for the show tonight. Oh my God, honey, look at this dog. We must get this dog. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You see a cute dog uh, and you just, you just want to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's called Rich Rescues and it's, it's been cool. It's been just a whole new way to connect with different fans and, you know, a deeper connection in the sense of if they, you know, adopt one of these animals that, I've promoted, I feel a connection to that animal too. And they'll send me, you know, update videos and pictures and that kind of stuff. And it's been really sweet. That's so cool. So you do it to the city that you're going to be in. That's smart because then it's local and people can, can get to the dog, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then when I do post it and stuff, you know, I say, if you're seeing this and you're not from here, you know, and you know, people from the area, you know, please tag or share, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome. No, that's really cool. So switching gears a little bit to music, I guess we've been talking about dogs for a while, but where do you find your inspiration? This is kind of a question that I have. I've been asking people lately, so I'm interested. Yeah. My inspiration comes, I mean, a lot from my wife. I found, I found the perfect muse. She gives me all sorts of stuff that uh, a lot, you know, it just comes from life. It comes from, it comes from listening. A lot of my ideas and stuff come from just listening to people talk and uh-huh. listening to what other people are going through because you know i always joke with my wife i say i wish we would break up every once in a while because she has some good material <laughs> yeah like since we've met you know we've been together for six years now and yeah since we've met we've never been on a break you know we've never been in a fight where we didn't talk for a day we've never there's never been any like luckily we've never even mentioned not being together so there's never really yeah. been so anytime i write about Harp, you know, we write so many songs every year that never come out, but so we're constantly writing, constantly needing material. It's not, it's not like, oh, here's the 10 songs I'm going to write for this year that I get to put out. You know, it's here's the 100 songs I'm going to write this year and I'm put out 10 over two years, you know, and so mm-hmm. constantly needing material. And 
sometimes I just dig far back into my past as far as I can go to try oh, to rehash. Remember. Some <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, rehash some drama or just listening to friends talk about the problems or right. just reading, you know, poetry, yeah. inspirational quotes, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's always, I mean, if you pay attention, there is, there are ideas, there are melodies, there are concepts around you everywhere. You just have to open your ears or eyes to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I get, I feel like, cause I am a producer as well, like films and stuff. And sometimes I'll be in like the most, I guess, like mundane places. <laughs> I'll get really inspired, like Waffle House, for instance. And this sounds really random or like a diner or something, just hearing people and like seeing you know, it'll remind me of like characters or whatever. And it's, it's really crazy how like the things in everyday life can really spark something. Absolutely. Well, because and then if you think about it, you know, like people watching the movies and the people listening to my music are the people in everyday regular life. You know, right. we're just pulling from things that are relatable to everybody. Really. Everyone, yeah. And you're right about the friends thing. I've been married now for like, my God, like almost 17 years. I can't believe it. It's like flown by. But uh, yeah, my friends, like, yeah, <laughs> I know I'm shocked too. So I'm yeah. like, what? It's like, it's like a lifetime. But anyway, but yeah, my, my friends, like, I love hearing their dating stories and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, this is just like crazy, crazy stuff, but it's entertaining oh, yeah. for sure. So I'm sure, I'm sure you get some ideas from that. Oh yeah. I get on my friends like dating profiles and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's good, juicy stuff. So I've heard that you're a Disney fan as well. Is that true? Or you have a Disney? Oh yeah. 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 I'm a huge Disney fan. Are you? Okay. Absolutely. Tell me more. I live like 20 minutes away. So I go a lot to Disney. Yeah. Amazing. Just growing up. I mean, in California, you know, I was at Disney, just Disney as a whole, but you know, Disneyland specifically when I was a kid mm-hmm. going there growing up. And then my first time really moving away from home, far away from home. I moved down to Orange County from Sacramento when I was 21 or 20, I guess 22. And, you know, we lived 10 minutes from Disneyland. And when you were a SoCal resident back then, it was literally like $12 a month or something like what? that. What? Um, Are you serious? And it was just so cheap for the local passer. Yeah. 20 bucks a month or something like that. I mean, tons of blackouts, but yeah, we would, just, we would literally, you know, go to the beach and then go to Disneyland and just hang out, have a couple of drinks and then do a couple of rides and then go to a party or go to a show. Yeah. It kind of, uh, it was so close and it kind of became just a, a simple little middle place. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how it is for me. It's the same. Cause people, it, what shocks me is people come here for like a whole week and they go as much as they can in that week with the family. And I'm just like, Oh God, I see it at night too. When I'm there, people are just having full on meltdowns because they've been there for hours. You know, they want to get their money's worth, which I get. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> you know but it's so different for us because you know, we'll just go for, like you said, like a couple of hours or, you know, and it's so, it's so chill and so cool. And you know what we've been doing lately is some friends of mine, we've been dropping the kids off. This sounds terrible. I sound like such a bad mom. We'll drop the kids <laughs> off at school and then we'll go to like Epcot. We went to Epcot last time and it was a blast. Like we had so much fun. It was so cool. And then we just go back and get the kids and go home. <laughs> and yeah. you try not to tell no, them, you know, unless, unless they ask any questions. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's what I would say. Like, 
oh, I can't wait to have kids to take them to Disney and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. But it's going to be a long time before I do because that's my spot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I mean, I have fun with them too, but like we, it's just different. I'm like, you're free. You know, it's like you're free for like a few hours to do whatever. And yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish it was still 12 it. bucks a month though. My God, it's like so much more now. Yeah, that was like a, a SoCal zip code resident annual pass monthly, like super, super blacked out. You could only go like Tuesdays and Thursdays or something. Oh, geez, okay. It was like the cheapest, like me working at a restaurant version of a pass I could buy at the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very long in the past. They don't do that stuff anymore, obviously. Yeah, but, we, uh, have, we have the resident one. And I think we do have a lot of blackout dates too. But I, I don't know. I think it's just the weekend. We can't go. And then certain holidays. It's usually when we want to go. You can't go. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's a holiday. And now you have to book, too. So that's yeah. kind of an extra thing. But but anyway, it's fun. Which sucks. Yeah, it does. Because you can't just show up. But could be worse, right? So let's see. So what? To... Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think people would be surprised to hear about you? Oh, man. I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm a very open book. Very much an open book. I feel like. For at least people that follow me, they have a good idea of who I am. Mm -hmm. um, I ask a question. I mean, I'm a massive, for people that don't, don't know who I am, might be surprised. I'm like a massive, massive horror movie fan. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, like horror is my favorite genre. Horror, thriller, like any of that kind of stuff. I just loved ghost stories and stuff when I was a little kid and would watch oh, yeah. like Stephen King movies. and Yeah. Uh, nothing too crazy, you know, but like enough that... I realized my favorite type of movies give me like adrenaline, I guess, and suspense. And just over the years, it just, yeah, I just became like a huge, like horror movie junkie. That's <laughs> I love cool. it all. I love yes. the cheesy, the campy. the yeah. Yeah. I remember my sister and I going through, this is so long ago, like when Blockbuster was around, we like had this thing where like, we're going to watch all the horror movies and we just kind of went from left to right. And we did. We watched all of them like this summer or something. We just read it oh, all. Them. Yeah, it was cool. We were really into it back then. So, yeah, that was, that was our summer. That's great. Yeah. So what's up next for you? What do you have going on? The rest? I know you have the, is it the CM, CMAs? Is that our CMA tour? Yeah, CMAs this week, okay. which is CMA Fest, which is just chaos here in town. Is it? And yeah. Yeah, just doing festivals and fairs and stuff all, all summer. Mm -hmm. About to release a new song early July is what I'm being told. We're not too sure yet. It is with an artist that is from Quebec. She's a pop singer from Quebec. It's a duet. I'm trying to think of how much I'm allowed to say right now. Yeah, I know. It's always hard, right? <laughs> to describe things without giving it away. Yeah, I had to sing, her and I sang one version that is 52% French. That is, what? Uh, yeah, you speak yeah. French? No, 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 no. I just uh, wait. What? Okay, so you had to learn how to speak French. Yeah, and I, wow. I just basically learned how to sing it. Say the word. And then yeah. her, wow. her boyfriend came to Nashville, and they helped me through it for quite a long time. Wow. We just got it back, and it is going to be in Quebec, and then you know, the goal is France and other you know countries in Europe and whatnot, and then the all English version will just be everywhere else. Wow. So will it be released? Yeah. I'm actually going to be over in France and when do I go there? July, really the end of July. Maybe I'll Oh, nice. That. Yeah. I don't really know how any of that works, but I, I'm assuming if you're there and then open your Spotify, it'll pop up. But yeah. I'm assuming also the internet is the internet. I'm guessing it. Would yeah. That's the thing, everywhere. right? It's everywhere. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird thing. Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. And you just played that other show. I almost went to it, actually. What was it Gulf Coast Gym? Yeah, we just did that a few days ago. That was yeah. fun. Uh, was it? It was great. Yeah, summer is just awesome because, you know, we get to do all these festivals and it's we're getting to the point now where we're getting to some of these festivals and doing it for the second time. So this is, we did Gulf Coast Jam, I think in 2018, maybe 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we played second and then this time we played fourth. And so it's just cool to, you know, you... Yeah. Everyone, you get to go back to these festivals, then all of a sudden you're playing to bigger crowds and you kind of yeah. see, see in real life, like in real time, your growth just right That's in the next. Amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny when I heard that you were playing at this place, which I thought was super cool, by the way, that place in Sarasota, really cool people, cool vibe, big top, right? Big top brewery, I think it's called, but it, it was, was yeah, it was one, honestly, it was one of my favorite shows because it was such a small place. And I remember thinking, is this real? Like, because I know that you've been playing bigger crowds, you know? And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to, it just doesn't sound right, you know? So I was pretty pumped when you were actually there. I was like, okay, all right, he's here. It's happening. But yeah, I could see how that would yeah, be we cool. Haven't, yeah, we haven't done much. We haven't done many shows, much touring in general in the South or Florida, really. And so that's a new market for us. And that was only the second time we'd ever played like really? west side of Florida. And so... We, uh, yeah, we were actually very happy and very just pumped with how many people were at that show. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, it was cool. Yeah, most of my touring and whatnot for years was pretty much only on the West Coast. And then mm-hmm. now it kind of scatters back and forth around, but we, uh, we're in the process right now of trying to, you know, break through different markets and stuff that we haven't really spent a lot of time in. My sister was just here a little while ago and we, your song was on my playlist and she was like, oh, this is Tyler Rich. And I'm like, you know who this is? And she's like, Oh yeah. You know, and she's in England. I mean, I guess it's still the internet, like we said, but I'm sure you have a ton of fans yeah. over there as well, you know, cause countries are getting, it's much more, it's bigger there now than it used to be, you know? Yeah. We toured there. I did two weeks over there at you the did? end of 2019. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. We did London, Leeds, York, mm-hmm. and then we did Berlin, Hamburg, and Cologne, Germany. Cool. Yeah. Country. There's also sorts of like, like C2C and a bunch of different uh, mm-hmm. festivals towards the stuff that go through there. And yeah, so working on hopefully 2023 going back over is the plan. 2023. Cool. I'll let her know. Cause she's like, is he coming over here? I'm like, I don't know. And ask him. <laughs> she based out of- <laughs> she's, they're all like North of London, like Bedfordshire, but London is close. It's like an hour away. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll let her know. Well, this was cool. This was really fun getting to know you a little bit more. I can't wait to go to another show. So hopefully you guys will be back over in Florida or maybe I'll see you in LA. I'm out there a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. Let let me know. I will. All right. And have a great summer and hi to the family. Hi to your wife and your, your beautiful dogs who I'll look for on social. Yeah. Right. Have fun at Disney next time you go. I'm jealous. Oh, yeah, I will. I will. All right. Take care. Thanks, Karina. Appreciate All right. It. You're welcome. Bye. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon. <laughs>